Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's up, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. B-double Brandon Benefield, GB Gerard Bonner, the lovely Diana Michelle. We are V3, and we are back, and we are one week away from SHW 49. It feels like it's taken forever to get here, but it is upon us. It's right around the corner, and we've got a big show tonight to preview this massive card. But first of all, GB, Diana, how we doing? How's your week been? Everybody good? I made it through post-mania. Um, made it through mania. Um, it's been a wild week. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get into any of that stuff from mania, but um, I have a lot of notes. <laughs> it was a, it was a fun one to watch alone. I have to say that it was not really, but I mean. I was intrigued. I was engaged. It was, I was screaming. Mm-hmm. I was, mm-hmm. I was yelling and mm-hmm. probably disturbed a lot of neighbors, but it, it was fun. But mm-hmm. other than that, I'm good. Miss you guys. I'm ready to see you guys. So yeah. It is. Week. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that probably means somehow we have to figure out how to do mania together. Yes. Next year in Philly. We'll have to figure that out. There probably should be an SHW contingency there anyway. And I won't say anymore because I don't want to get in any trouble. But you asked how my week was. It was a good week. <laughs> um, a very busy week, obviously, in the world of wrestling, which has kept me very occupied in a lot of spaces. And so uh it's cool to be able to be back here, of course with our SHW family as we are just one week away from SHW 49, which means we're one month away from SHW 50. Wow. 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 Yeah, that's what I got. Well, here's the thing. That's crazy in and of itself. But if you think about it, we should be like six farther ahead because we took like six months off back in 2020. So agreed. It's well, wild. listen, it, it, a global pandemic only pressed pause for us for a little bit, as opposed to some other spaces, which went a whole year in change without without doing something. So, yeah. but yeah, either way, we've made it to 50 or well, almost at 50. Almost at you 50. can't skip to 50 without going through 49. And I think uh, 49, you know, for the time that we've missed, <clears throat> coming back pretty strong. No kidding. We say it yeah. all the time how are they going to top it next month these stacked cards every single show mm-hmm. i don't know how the the booking team does it we've got a new booker a new matchmaker in mm-hmm. jake the snake robert and roberts and he's coming in hot for his very first show where he's mm-hmm. making the matches and we've got seven big matches that have been announced over the last couple of weeks and we're yeah. going to get into that uh real quick though just to backtrack a second diana i didn't write any of our picks down how did did <laughs> who of the three of us did anybody get a better percentage than the others? Like I, I didn't even look as far as the WrestleMania picks for all those matches. Um, My you... night one, I was, I was, I personally was on except for one. Okay. And I can't remember which one I missed on that one. I think it was. Oh, it was Sammy and, and um, Kevin. Because okay. I chose Usos. Okay. Um, I think all of us was pretty good on on night one. Mm-hmm. Night two, ooh, we tanked. we tanked we had oh geez we had Rhonda and Shayna which one you guys picked Rhonda and Shayna not me 
pretty sure I, hated I did. That match. I hated that whole match. Everything about it, I hated. I hated oh. it. <laughs> we did. We all got Gunther and Bianca. And, uh, Bianca. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if we chose Edge. I think we did. I think we had Edge. I'm pretty sure I, I chose Finn Balor. I chose the you Demon. Did. You did. I'm pretty did. sure did. I did. did. By yeah. the way, can I mm-hmm. just say? I do too. Like him or not, I'm bad guy, good guy, whatever. But to get your head stapled up mid-match and then continue the match, shout out to Finn Balor. What, yeah. what a tough dude. I mean, that's insane. And when he showed oh, what that yeah. gash looked like, yeah. yeah, I'm like most people wouldn't show up to work for the next four weeks, yeah. let alone go back yeah. in the ring. Definitely. It was, it was, and it was it like was... the way he threw his hands up where that ladder was coming at him. It was like the ladder could not have hit him any more perfect, perfect. to cause that split right down the right. top of his head. If they right. had tried it ten thing. more times, yeah. I don't think it would have hit as perfect mm-hmm. as it did that one time on the live yeah. shot. And Sheesh. I just couldn't believe it. And the fact that he had all the demon paint on. You couldn't tell that he was bleeding as bad as he was. But you mm-hmm. saw it all over the mat. It was like yeah. everywhere. And yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, he's really hurt. And then the camera mm-hmm. wouldn't go back to him. It stayed on edge. It's edges. always it a telltale prepared. sign. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. That was oh, that was wild. Yeah. The, the <laughs> only other thing I want to touch on for, uh, for night two, uh, of course, is the main event, uh, the – uh, you've heard the wrestling world. Well, the internet, which the internet, you got to remember Twitter wrestling, Twitter makes up a small percentage of the wrestling fans as a whole. And, but they're just very vocal. They're the most vocal portion of the wrestling world. And everybody's been very, uh, frustrated. Vocal. I guess we'll say vocal. Uh, but let me just, I just wanted to point out, um, and GB couldn't make it unfortunately, but I was with a big old group of nightmare factory people watching that, uh, watching that night too. And, so you were buzzing all night. You know, this is Cody's night. He's going to do it. Nightmare factory pride. You know, it's like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be a historic night. And then talk about sucking the air out of a room. I mean, just like they did in the stadium, but mm-hmm. just in the room of all nightmare factory folks, when he, mm-hmm. when that three count happened, mm-hmm. we all locked up, got real quiet. And just, everybody was like, all right, well, I'm going home. See ya. And we all just kind of <laughs> quietly left. It was like so weird. But, uh, I mean, I will say though, what a fun weekend. And, uh, uh, it was, it's WrestleMania, baby. It's, re- it's a bit grandest stage of them all. You know, it's, it's always yeah. a lot of fun, but uh, even if it's even if you agree that the matches were all great or bad or whatever, if you like the show, you didn't like the show. It's WrestleMania, so it's and, a big and, deal. And I'm gonna say two things. One, I want to congratulate everybody who was a part of WrestleMania, whether right. it was night one, night two, whether it was WrestleMania SmackDown, or even on all of the other shows, whether that was Ring of Honor, GCW, uh, Impact. A lot of shows happened during Mania Week that a lot of people were a part of, including some of the members of our roster. So I want to offer congratulations to all of them. And let me say this, whether people like it or not, and if they get mad at me, you know where to find me. The reality (laughs) of it is, in our sport, the pinnacle, the event everybody ultimately wants to get to is WrestleMania, or at least work during Mania Week. So kudos to everybody that was involved. Uh, Obviously, some Southern Honor alumni were a part. Some current members were a part of that week. And and so for wrestlers, for fans, and I know some of our fans were there too, 
you know, kind of the goal is let's start thinking about Philly. And it makes this show that we're going to talk about even more important because you don't know who you will see now that will find their way to Mania Week next year. So all the more reason you want to be there because you want to be able to say, I saw them <clears throat> when. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a big tip of the cap, I know you said congrats to all the SHW folks, but a big tip of the cap, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Austin Theory specifically, yes. beating John Cena at WrestleMania. To open Mania. Yeah, that's wow. major. And that's huge. we're talking about an OG SHW uh, roster member. I mean, he was on mm -hmm. shows two, three, four, and five mm -hmm. uh, back in 2018 and early 2019 uh, before he got, uh, you know, signed with Evolve and then went to mm -hmm. NXT. And then the next thing you know, it's massive. He's uh, massive. facing John Cena, one of the greatest mm -hmm. of all time. And so, winning. Yeah, and winning at Mania. Yeah. Just absolutely nuts. So, yeah. Very, very cool. And like GB said, I mean, that's what's great about coming to SHW. You just never know who never might know. be that next theory or who or whoever, you know. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but on that note, let's get into SHW 49. Let's go. I know the last few weeks we've been, you know, talking about mania, talking about some other things because we were waiting for match announcements. Well, these last two weeks have been full of match announcements on SHW's social media pages. So. Let's do a little preview, shall we? Uh, okay. We knew heading into this. This was actually announced at the last show. The SHW title match. Corey Hollis, Gunnar Miller. Now, here's something that I kind of had forgotten about. You know, Corey lost the uh, career versus career match at uh, Still Here 3 mm -hmm. to Gunnar Miller mm -hmm. and had to retire. Correct. Right? Now, what I had forgotten about was back when Corey Hollis still had the championship, when he lost that title, he never got a rematch. Okay, mm -hmm. well, now that he's back in the fold in SHW, of course, he came back a couple months ago. We didn't know if it was a one-off. We didn't know if he was back for good. It looks like he's back for good, folks. So mm -hmm. buckle up. But uh, we found out he's going to get that uh, long-lost title rematch coming up at SHW 49, Jake the Snake making waves early here for this title matchup. What do we got? What do we think? Now, like we said, they were in that, uh, was it, it was a no holds barred match in that uh, career versus career and Gunnar Miller came out on top. So we've had a couple years since then. Both guys are two different guys at this point. Mm -hmm. How are we feeling about this one, guys? That last match was brutal. Yeah, was. It was. That no holds barred, that was that was brutal. It, it was a great match. I, I remember lots of things that happened in that match. Um, but yes, I, I, I agree. They are both two different people. I think Gunner, with the title, has a focus. Mm. He wants to keep the title, right? I mean, it took him a minute to get there, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not. I'm not sure about Corey. I'm just, I'm still a little confused at what his purpose is for coming back, what his goals are, what's going on behind the scenes. Where's Judas going to be? Is he going to be there at all? I mean, come on. We all see how the villain always has the guy just in the throat, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see Gunner losing the title to Corey, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. So I don't 
You know, Diana, you have been one who consistently on this particular show brought up the whole issue of focus for Gunnar Miller. And I think you expertly have demonstrated this issue for him. And one of the things that kept him off of focus was, of course, this entire situation with Corey Hollis. You know, uh, during that time leading into Still Here 3, we all thought he was going to be the guy to potentially become the world champion. And it didn't happen that way because he was uh, fixated, of course, on Corey Hollis. I think he felt like at Still Here 3, he rid himself and SHW of the Corey Hollis problem. So there's a part of me that wonders, going back to a couple of months ago, when Corey Hollis returned to team with Gunnar Miller, I wonder, okay, were there any conversations? Was Gunnar aware? Was Gunnar surprised? I mean, one thing the three of us knows is, you know, we get surprised pretty often. So, mm -hmm. you know, Gary Lamb teaming with Gunnar Miller and having an ace in a hole that he didn't tell Gunnar about, wouldn't surprise me, even though they have a great relationship. And I would still love to know, was it supposed to be a one-off or did he, or was this, okay, once I get the company back, you can come back like you never left. See, there's a bunch of backstage stuff that I have no clue about that I wish I understood, which would help me understand better what Corey's motives are. I'm very confused about that which is why this is not a slam dunk for me for Gunnar Miller. Right. Is Gunnar Miller a different guy? Yes, he is. Does Gunnar seemingly have the, the, the dishonor problem behind him? Yes. But I'm not sure that the Corey Hollis lethal poison problem is behind him. It's back like a horrible hangnail. And I don't know if he's got the things to get rid of it this time because now there's more on the line. Like before it was just, oh, okay, I don't get to the championship. Now it's the whole direction of the company is on the line at this point. And I say that because let us not forget, and you can always go back on IWTV to review this, Corey Hollis said, and I quote, we're going to tear this company down. Mm -hmm. And even when he came back, we didn't hear an interview from him. We never heard him say, I'm Team SHW. We saw him cry passionately on the stage, welcoming him back. We missed him. He came in and fought. But then literally that night, here comes Judas, and we all have questions again. Like, it didn't even last a whole night. Well, so, even, even at the same time, it was like the, the attitude he was having prior, where he wanted to tear SHW down, it was the same attitude Brooklyn had when she was tearing SHW down. This and for is him to what come I'm back saying. And be a teammate of SHW's team to take it back, it was like, I still, I mean, I had, when he came out, I was like, there's a million different people I would have thought it would be out besides Corey Hollis. What's going on? It just, it didn't make sense. It seems to me, and I feel like I said it that night, that Gary Lamb, and SHW made a deal with the devil, and mm -hmm. it may come back to haunt us next Friday night. Now, the only other thing I'm going to say, and then obviously I'll shut up for a little bit, is this. <laughs> Kudos to our great matchmaker, Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake Roberts. Now, I'm probably safe right where I am saying what I'm about to say, because I don't know that I would say this to his face, 
But hopefully he hears this because I mean this. And that is this. I applaud you, sir, for wanting to make wrongs right. I applaud you for looking back at our history and saying, you know what? This champion never received a rematch. I think they deserve a rematch. So in the spirit of you doing what you've already done, I know a champion that is yet to receive a rematch that, quite frankly, deserves a rematch. So once we get to the tag title match, whoever walks out of there, there's a certain set of tag team champions that never got a rematch after losing their championships. And I'm talking about Huckabee and Hanson. They are all-star special. Since we're handing out title shots to people who didn't get rematches, kind sir, you can go back. You can revisit the history. I'm making none of this up. It's all there plain to see. Now, please, kind sir, If you'd be so kind in your ever-loving kindness, yes, I'm using the word (laughs) kindness a whole lot intentionally, bring back All-Star Special and give them the rematch that they never got. If it's good for Corey, it's good for them. Well, on that note, the tag team titles will be on the line Mm -hmm. if, in fact, those guys do come back or whoever might be the next contenders. Who will they be facing? Will it be Happy Madness or will it be the Hierarchy? of Murder One and Joe Black. So this has been Mm -hmm. brewing for a little while. You talked about the dishonor problem that seemingly is in the rear view. Well, you've got three members, or I guess Joe Black would now be considered a former member of dishonor uh, Mm -hmm. as they kind of uh, imploded over the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. And now Joe has realigned himself with Murder One. Sunny Days, uh, Sauronaro attacking both guys at the last show after their... uh, uh, Dark City Street fight that took place, mm-hmm. which I'm having to think back. I'm like, wow, that was such a long time ago. It was back it in February. Yes. So, forgive me I as I'm trying to see here. What's that? Get, I probably should have rewatched it before we did this. Get a refresher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. One thing that happened, though, just a few weeks ago, this was at a, a, another show where uh, all four men just happened to be on this show. And then the backstage area, there was a sneak attack from sunny days in Sauronaro on Joe black and murder one where happy madness got the upper hand there. Now uh, our new matchmaker, Jake, the snake, who you were just referring to actually saw the video of this. And that's what prompted him to give Joe and murder this chance to uh, get a little, not just a little rep- retribution, but the titles will also be on the line here. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, you know, I've said it all along ever since the title the main title got away from dishonor. Can we get the tag titles away from dishonor? And here's our chance for that to happen uh, at next week at SHW 49. Could murder one and Joe black walk out of SHW 49 with the tag team championships. It's very possible. Very, very possible. But I'm I'm like, I'm like GB on this one. Are we trading one dark city for another? What, what is this? Is it like a lesser of two evils? Is it, I don't know. I don't know. I love Joe. I like murder. You know, I'm, I just don't know. Cause I don't know about this whole hierarchy thing and the two finger salute and, and what that all entails when it comes to how devious they can be. We know we saw, we saw what they did to each other. What can they do to somebody else? Even if it is crazies like happy madness, who knows, but it is going to be interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm just going to stay in the good graces of whoever. I'm going to do my bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. 
<laughs> well, if this weekend taught us anything, it taught us that when you have rocked together in this industry for a long time, and mm -hmm. when you are as close as blood brothers can be, you don't have to have a lot of tag team matches to win gold because you know how to operate together. And I think that just as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn took down the bloodline this weekend, I really do think that the hierarchy has what it takes to take down uh, Happy Madness from a couple of perspectives. Number one, Joe spent so much time with Happy Madness as part of Dishonor that he knows probably way more secrets than any of the other tag teams that have had the opportunity to face them. Then you take that and couple it with the bond that he has with Murder One. We know what they'll do in terms of violence. We know that they'll do almost anything to get a win. I'm wondering how will Happy Madness act without any backup? They no longer have Brooklyn present. They no longer have the foundation of hierarchy present. They are the last of the proverbial Mohicans, dare I say. And so, the same way they don't even have Carly on their side either. Right. Carly, you know, they kind of they kind of excommunicated him, but then he just kind of watched them get beat down. So that's what I'm saying. There's nobody else in their corner. They were most successful in this company when somebody was backing them up. So this is just as much a test for Happy Madness as it is for the hierarchy. The question is, who can stand during this uh, title match? I'm already giving the edge to the hierarchy, and I know people are going, what in the world? But I mean, I just look at their longevity, and I mm -hmm. look at the fact that it seems as though, you know, anything that was dishonor without this thing as a major functioning organism doesn't seem to function very well. Uh, so this is going to be a great test for Happy Madness, and we'll see. They may show us something that we haven't seen before against a team this experienced, because that's the other thing. They haven't faced a team with this level of experience together. So major test for both teams, and obviously we'll have to see what happens next Friday night. Well, while we're talking about tag team matches, let's talk about this tag team matchup that I never even knew we would want to see until I see it on paper and I'm going, oh, this is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. You've got two guys that just went to a battle. I was going to say battle, but basically a war mm -hmm. in a best of seven series that started last year, went all the way through the beginning of this year. I'm talking about Nodgesism and Owen Knight. Nodgesism barely coming away with the win in the best of seven series. But I think we even uh, talked about it on commentary. If not, it was uh, on one of our follow-up shows where we talked about <clears throat> these guys are amazing in the ring together. How awesome would it be if they ever teamed together? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if the snake man was listening to us, but somebody got the word to him, and he mm -hmm. decided to put make them a tag team, and their first opponents will be the returning Washington mm -hmm. Bullets. They've uh, no strangers to SHW. They've been in here a few times over the years. And they're coming back. You got the Washington Bullets taking on Nodgesism and Owen Knight uh, in just a grudge match, tag team match. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see Naja and Owen as a team. Now, here's the thing. Can they coexist as a team? Because if you question. remember, after the best of seven series ended, you know, Naja trying to be the good sport, going for the handshake. Owen didn't seem like he wanted anything to do with that. However, I kind of see where he's coming from, the frustration of mm -hmm. just what a war they went through and then to come up just that short and not win the best of seven. So I don't know if it was just the frustration and he didn't end up wanting to shake hands 
or maybe, you know, maybe he's shaking that off by now. And uh, let's see if they can coexist. We saw the backstage video where uh, they were both uh, at the same training facility recently. And Nadja was on his way out. Owen was just getting there. And they both got a text at the same time. So they actually found out when we found out they were going to be a tag team. And Owen looked a little bit kind of like not sure. Nadja was all for it. Owen, I feel like, kind of embraced it eventually, accepted the fact that, okay, let's do this. If you're going to be a tag team, you might as well work together and try to get a win here. So who knows? They could be next in line if they have a good string of wins. They could be next in line for a title shot. Who knows? But uh, I can't wait to see this matchup. Definitely. Definitely. I love me some Owen. Y'all know I love me some Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Nadja did have an amazing battle. The whole the whole war thing. The whole seven matches of, of just craziness. The best that the Southeast could see, right? Yep. I do feel like, I feel like Owen's going to have to kind of get over that emotional hump that get at your feelings, you know, dust them off a little bit, kind of shake it, you know, grow a little bit past it and, and decide to be a team player here um, against a team like Washington Bullets who have been together for a long time and they work together well, brothers, you know, they're, they're no strangers to the tag team world and the game and, and they know exactly what to do. And they know how to work together. But if Owen and Nadja can just get past the whole who's better, I don't know that they're past it yet. I think Nadja still kind of nags a little bit and Owen still kind of takes offense a little bit. I mean, he lost at home. That seventh match was at home. You know, it's that's not an easy pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. But if they can get past that and work together, like we all know, the fans even called it. Even the fans called it. Tag Mm -hmm. team, please. If they can work together like we know they can, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. You know, we there is history, of course, of seeing rivals become great tag teams, whether it was, you know, the team that we knew as the bar or mm-hmm. if it was a team that we knew here as technical excellence. You know, two two teams made up of great rivals that came together and really became incredible. The problem here, though, is much like what you mentioned, Diana, I don't know if Owen is past this. Uh, this was very personal to Owen. And the thing that's even more interesting is I think if it was for a title, they could go, all right, it's for a title. I can get a shot somewhere. But it's about personal pride. And personal pride can carry you a long way. You know, for Owen, who struggled with not being champion, getting robbed of the title, and not getting a fair opportunity. That's another one to consider, Mr. Great Snake Man, oh, Hall of Famer. Um, You know, it is these kinds of things that weigh on you. And so when you keep trying to do the right thing and it doesn't look like the right thing is paying off for you, you end up having to make a choice. So it's a real question to see if this is going to be a one-night-only type of situation or if they're really going to go after this. Now, to that end, I'm talking a whole lot to Jake the Snake tonight. Um, But what I am going to say to Jake the Snake is kudos to you here, sir. And here's why. There was about, I want to get the time frame right. I feel like it might have been going into 2022, perhaps, that we were made a promise that the best tag teams were coming into SHW. We were made that promise and that certain things would happen with the tag team division. And then somewhere in there, things got a little murky and it didn't quite go that way. But the idea that we're having two tag team matches mm-hmm. with 
four significant tag teams. One of them is kind of a dream team when you think about it. Uh, the other two, other three teams have been longstanding teams. Says to me that he understands the assignment. So to you, Jake Roberts, I do give you kudos and say thank you for following up on a promise that was once made but may not have always had the greatest follow-through. May you continue to bring great tag teams to us here at SHW. You mentioned technical excellence a few minutes ago when you were talking about some of these great uh, foes that became partners and turned yes. into great tag teams. Well, mm -hmm. one half of technical excellence, Chip Day, mm -hmm. will be in action. Yes, Diana, bad boy Chip, as he's known here <laughs> on the show. Chip Day will be in action against an SHW newcomer, the Kenway. Okay, now mm -hmm. the Kenway, to my understanding, has been in the business about 10 years, but he took a good bit of time off and has just returned recently. And having uh, spoken to Chip Day, there's a bit of history between mm -hmm. himself and Mr. Kenway. So, uh, th you know, this dates back to, you know, we talked about Murder, uh, Murder One and Joe Black. Back in their uh, AWE days, this kind of dates back to those days with the Kenway and Chip Day. Chip Day forming a group, Kenway kind of being his um, kind of his gopher boy, you know, go for this, go for that, just kind of carrying his bags and whatnot. Uh, and the young the, boy is what they call it, right? A young boy, and, yeah. Young New boy. Japan would call it a young boy. Uh, Chip told me Chip called him a duffel bag boy, but uh, same kind of idea, I guess. And of course, the Kenway left wrestling. Uh, and here's the thing though. If you saw the video that the Kenway put out, he's holding up some beads. Now those beads are very significant because those beads come from one Joe black. Joe black only bestows those beads upon people that have earned his respect and proven themselves to him. So the fact that the Kenway has those beads tells me that he's nobody to mess around with. He's no joke here. But if you asked uh, Chip Day, Chip Day ain't buying it. So I'm very anxious and curious to see how this plays out in this matchup. Now, it's going to be new to a lot of SHW fans that didn't know this history, that didn't follow the Kenway prior to him coming back to wrestling. So go back, watch the promos I'm talking about on SHW's social media pages. And then uh, Chip Day actually earlier today released a video kind of in response to the Kenway and, uh, man, it just got me even more excited for this one-on-one -on -one matchup coming up next week at SHW 49. How are we feeling about this one? I know absolutely nothing about Mr. Kenway. Nothing. But I know all. who you do know a lot about, and that's Bad Boy Chip. Chip Day. But you know what? There was a time, I believe, in one of my first interviews with you guys before I was a member of this podcast, <laughs> where I did get to speak on, on Chip Day's first, maybe, appearance at SHW. Mm -hmm. And I said then, I don't know a lot about Chip Day, but I know Chip Day's name because I know everybody else has talked about it and the things I've heard and how great he is. And, and he, he already set a standard just with his name mm -hmm. in my mind because I, didn't, I've never, I had never seen him wrestle. Since then, I'm a huge Chip Day fan. Bad boy Chip Day. I hope he becomes – yes, I hope he just changes his whole name to Bad Boy Chip Day. I want a shirt. <laughs> I want a shirt, Chip. Will you? He's making will, merch already. Listen, I listen. want it. Diana, Diana, when you introduce him to the ring next Friday. I did last time. 
Oh, did you? Did you slip? You threw in the bad boy chip. Bad boy chip day. I sure okay. did. I okay. threw it in there. So yeah, I'm just it's the sure. thing for me. It is, I, and I'm, mm-hmm. I, I need to make sure he's okay with it. <laughs> but it's a thing for me. And if he's got history with this with this cat, I don't know anything about it. I, I need to do some research on on Mr. Kenway. But I feel like Chip knows what he's talking about. I think he he's got the inside scoop on this guy. And if he ain't sold, I ain't sold. Well, it's funny you say that because (laughs) who is sold and the way that he got here is again through one Gary Lamb. So a little backstory. uh, Murder One, um, who, of course, is part of the hierarchy. He has uh, what he calls a combine, and it's at a place called Southern States. And as part of that combine, what actually happens, which is kind of unique, is that wrestlers who are interested in becoming a part of that movement actually get an opportunity to come have matches and try out in front of a group of fans and in front of a group of judges. So for this one occasion, Gary Lamb, who goes scouting for talent, um, went to this combine and uh you know gary being gary and some wrestlers being who they are uh they were unhappy with gary because if you know anything about gary lamb gary lamb will tell you the truth fan or not some of our fans can attest to that because they've received some of that from the ring he'll he'll gary he'll gary well he'll gary but it's also (laughs) steeped a lot in truth it's just how he is right and so gary went there not solely with the intent of seeing who'd be good for Southern states, but he went there again, scouting, which is what somebody uh, who is just getting his company back should be doing scouting, looking for new talent, looking to see who would benefit from being on the platform that is Southern honor. And the one person that impressed him was this guy called the Kenway. It's the guy he couldn't stop talking about. And he, as we all know, does not impress very easily. So he made the suggestion, hey, we need to somehow get this guy here. And of course, then things happened. Now, he obviously did not know that there was a long time history between the Kenway and Chip Day and all of those people. So it's kind of one of those interesting moments where uh, it's the perfect storm, dare I say. So now the real question is, can the Kenway who came in off of, you know, being heralded by the great Gary Lamb, can the Kenway come in and impress the SHW faithful? He didn't exactly draw the best straw to do that with because Chip Day, former tag team champion, former two-time technical wrestler of the year, probably not the person I'd want to make my debut against when coming into SHW. So the Kenway is going to have a steep hill to climb. But if he's got Joe's beads, he has respect somewhere. So I think this match could probably steal the show because most don't know what to expect. Can the Kenway pull it off? We'll have to find out next week. And yeah, like we mentioned, he kind of, or as Chip told us, that he kind of acted as Chip's young boy or duffel bag boy or whatever you want to call it. So to think, if you're the Kenway, you've got that extra little axe to grind in the back of your mind that, you know what, I, I put up with this guy for so long, yeah. and now's my chance to, in, in front of one of the biggest crowds 
in Georgia at SHW, one of the biggest shows, to really prove a point, make a statement against a guy that used to bust his chops or whatever back in the day. And uh, could he do it and shock us all in his SHW debut? There's only one way to find out, and that's to be there next Friday, April 14th, at the Action Building for SHW 49. And we've got more matches. More matches. We're not even done yet, folks. Let's talk about this one. This is an exciting one that, uh, again, I didn't even know I wanted it until I saw it on paper and thought, oh, man, I can't wait. We had a surprise return at the last show from none other than a uh, co-winner of Wrestler of the Year at the GWH 2022 Awards, that being the loudest mouth in the South, the Mac of all trades, the one and only AC Mac surprised us all when he returned to the ring, uh, got in the back and forth with Mr. Nick Halen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, next week he'll be returning to singles <laughs> action as he takes on up-and-comer, a man who's no stranger to SHW, but a future star in this business. If you don't believe me, just ask Gerard Bonner. He will tell you all about it because we've seen this guy in the Nightmare Factory. We've seen him at Battle Slam. We've seen him at mm-hmm. other places throughout Georgia, throughout the Southeast. He's shown up on AEW. I'm talking about shoot, 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 Taylor. Shoot, nice Taylor. One-on-one with <laughs> AC Mack. I can't wait to see it. This could Go be, ahead. this could be on a card full of potential show stealers. This could be the show stealer. How are we feeling about this one? AC Max Shoot Taylor. Go ahead, GB. I'm you take this one. Oh, wow. Uh, I, naturally, I'm extremely go. excited about this for multiple reasons. Uh, I am a massive fan of Shoot Taylor. Had the opportunity to call several of his matches in several spaces. Watching what he has done in SHW has been very, very special. He clearly has a great trajectory ahead of him. This is going to be a major test for him. This is where we're going to really get to see what does Shoot Taylor have in the tank because he's going against a man who who was number 25 on the PWI 500 for 2022, the highest-ranked independent wrestler in the business. Wow. Wow. That's a massive statement, okay? Former SHW champion, former IWTV champion. I mean, this guy has done it all and really could go anywhere in the world right now and decides to come home to SHW. I'm telling you, I think Shoot is really going to have to bring his A game because AC Mack has a chip on his shoulder. You know, obviously having lost the IWTV World Championship is one thing, but then you think, and we said this all year, we said AC Mack was a virtual lock to win wrestler of the year. And when we stood up on that stage expecting to say AC Mack and we opened it up and we saw two names in there, we were shocked. You know, it's, it's kind of that moment where you sit back and say, if you're AC Mack, what else do I have to do? Exactly. What else do I, and this is not a knock to Nick Halen. But it is a real question with the year that AC Mack had, not just being known in the state of Georgia, but literally getting international attention. What more do I have to do? Mm -hmm. So he's bringing that chip on his shoulder to SHW. Shoot. Good luck, brother, because this is going to be a barn burner. Now, the key for AC Mack is he's going to have to take all of that 
and channel it into this one match and make his make his point one match at a time. I know he wants to get his hands on Nick Halen and determine who the real wrestler of the year is. It starts with this match with Shoot Taylor. For Shoot, you have to consider him being in title contention if he gets a win over AC Mack. We find Definitely. out next week. Definitely. I, I'm, I'm impressed with Shoot Taylor as well. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the things he's done so far from – uh, from him going against Adam Jacobs and, and the whole snake attack thing, which is, I never understood what the purpose was other than just to make his presence known because mm-hmm. he did that in a very big way yeah. and has come out on top in his matches at SHW. But like you said, now he's facing a man who is larger than life, who has yes. a personality who is larger, who has a mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> larger than life, right? Mm-hmm. And not only is he the former IWTV champion, but it's IWTV world champion. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's huge. I mean, that Mm -hmm. would, that would make me shake my boots just to have to to face the guy. Oh my God. How am I going to prove myself against a former world champion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in his home? Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So he's, I I think AC's got, got, the little skills tilted his way on this one. And, and she's got a lot to prove if he's going to come away with a win mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about it being AC's home turf here. Now we've mentioned this before. And obviously if you've been following us for any length of time, you know, this AC Mac first ever match on the first ever night of SHW. Right. And I mean, talk about an SHW original, this guy's since day one down since day one. Okay. Day one. And it's, the thing you mentioned, GB, you kind of touched on it. The only thing I'd be concerned about for AC Mack is if he is thinking too far ahead because, right. yes, he wants a piece of Nick Halen. Yes, he wants to decide once and for all who the official wrestler of the year in 2022 should be because uh, he was not down with it being a tie. And I kind of agree. Like, you don't want to see a tie. You want to see a definitive winner. And so as I long mean, as he's not of the year is wrestler of the year. I mean, right. Right. Yeah. Singular, not tag team or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the singular right. wrestler of the year. It's so, right. right. And so as long as he's not thinking too far ahead uh, and looking past shoot Taylor, uh, I, I think he's going to have a, a good shot here, but at the same time, shoot Taylor, man, he is something special. And this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it'd be considered an upset to the SHW fans for sure, but man, what a point it would prove uh, uh, for shoot Taylor. I mean, who knows who knows, but yeah, AC Matt cannot take him lightly at all, but, uh, moving on down the card here. All right. We've got a guy, another newcomer. We talked about the Kenway earlier, the Kenway being a newcomer to SHW making his debut, another SHW debut one Jaden Newman, uh, a standout all over the Southeast. Uh, mostly, or I know him a lot from Tennessee, and uh, he's going to be taking on our very own standout, one Carly Bravo, bad news, tattoos, uh, a guy who's been running roughshod over SHW. You've seen him running with Dishonor up until as of late, at least, and we don't know after the last show where he stands with Dishonor, but a guy that's also uh, been with the captain, Sean Dean, as the tag team, the infantry, uh, rocking in ROH right now. Uh, we've yeah. seen him on AEW as well, so... A man that's been making waves all over the place, Carly Bravo and uh, Jaden Newman. This could, again, could be a show stealer. We'll see. What do you think? 
I don't know anything about Jaden Newman. This is this is what's exciting. This this show. I don't. There's two two guys I'm, I'm clueless about. So there's new people, new faces. Um, he's gonna have to bring some A game if he's going against bad news and tattoos. So for yeah. sure, for sure. But I, I I need to do some more research on Mr. Newman here. I, I don't know a whole lot about him. He looks like a he looks like a winner. I mean, he's got the look. You know, should be good. Should be fun. Should be entertaining. But. Would or lose bad news or tattoos, right? Ooh. I see what you did there. That's catchy. Yeah. What you did there. <laughs> uh, you know, we we've said this before. There's a. On one hand, we do love seeing new talent come into SHW. I think there always has to be new talent showing up because, again, as we as we chronicled at the top of this show, the talent that's here can be seen at times all over the place, right. and should they get signed to a national promotion, et cetera, et cetera, there are going to have to be other people that come in. Now, with that said, I think it is very clear to say, let me just, I just feel like I'm creating trouble tonight. Come on. That's fine. So here's some trouble. Contrary to what some may say, (laughs) things still are what they are. And the preeminent stage in Georgia wrestling is very much Still Southern Honor Wrestling. That's not causing so trouble. That. That's just speaking facts, GB. Well, there it is. You know, I, I try to look, I try to have peace with everybody, you know, but it is what it is. So with that being said, the wrestlers understand that. So when wrestlers get booked to be a part of this show, they understand I'm showing up somewhere special. Right. And so you know that if you want to get the opportunity to come back, you've got to make an impression. So you go after whoever the biggest dog is in the yard that you can get to. And so it's not a surprise that Jaden Newman has decided to take on Carly Bravo. And here's what's interesting. Carly Bravo was once in this same position. Mm-hmm. And we remember how Carly Bravo continued to be available and finally got tired of being the substitute. You know, right. the good hand who kept showing up. And once he got tired of it, the, he he switched the flip or he flipped the switch. I knew I was going to mess it up. He flipped the switch. <laughs> I did it in my head and I was like, he flipped the switch. And in so doing, he's become a household name. Yes. Here's what's super dangerous about Carly Bravo. We have chronicled many times that we were there for his very first match. We identified him as a star from that day. And he's done that. He has become a regular in spaces like Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. He's become a regular in spaces like AEW. It's so cool when you see there's this amazing group out of uh, Brooklyn, New York called the Wrestling Club. And the Wrestling Club was excited about meeting Carly Bravo uh, just a couple of nights ago at AEW. These are big things. So again, we're talking about, and I think this is important, when you come to a Southern Honor show, You're not just seeing the best in Georgia, okay? And I know some people want to limit it to that, but you're not. Newsflash, ooh, I just feel trouble tonight. What is wrong with you? Newsflash, the three people on your screen right now are not just the best in Georgia. I said it. Quote me on it. At me if you have a problem with it. And prove me wrong. The point that I'm making is you're getting access to not just the best in Georgia, but to the best in independent wrestling. Now, here's where that becomes challenging. 
when somebody comes into a space like Southern Honor and thinks I'm just fighting the best in Georgia and you encounter the best in independent wrestling, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. AC Mack, the best in independent wrestling. Carly Bravo, who's been on all these stages, the best in independent wrestling. So if I'm Jaden Newman, I've got to up my game and up my thinking to think that, hey, I'm not just fighting to be on the best stage in Georgia, fighting to be on the best stage that produces the best in independent wrestling. That means I need to bring my A game and he's going to need to be, because I'm going to tell you, doesn't matter how much experience you have, you can do something for 15 years, but if you do it 15 years in the same space, you only get limited exposure. Right. But if you do it for three years or two years, but you've traveled all over the world, you now get an amalgamation of those styles, and that makes you dangerous. Carly Bravo is dangerous. And Jay Newman, if you're not careful, you get caught slipping, buddy. Mm -hmm. You have a choice. He has a choice. He can either be a stand-in and fill a space. He can be Say a stand-in. This is why I'm telling you we're not just the best in Georgia, people. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going to be good. There's six... <laughs> great matches right there on a stacked card and then a late addition mm -hmm. this week to this uh, already stacked card now we saw earlier where uh hunter james had released a video talking about how now i don't know how true this is he's claiming that jake the snake reached out to him and wanted to get him on a card but he didn't really know uh what to do with him and who to put him up against uh i don't know if it was more of Hunter James reaching out to Jake the Snake. That or... sounds a lot like Bryce Cannon right there. So I'm just going to say. Well, here's a guy who filled in as uh, one of the honorary members of Exotic Youth not too long ago. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But what I do know is that he put a challenge out there to any SH. We talked about AC Mac earlier and SHW original. Hunter James put out an open challenge to any SHW original to face him. At SHW 49. Well, we already knew AC Mac uh, had a match, so I figured he's off the, you know, off the option list. So I didn't really know who to expect. And then all of a sudden, just yesterday, we find out we get a video message from the Prince of Petty, mm -hmm. the one and only Ashton Star, a new look, new physique, yeah. uh, new hairstyle, or yeah. should I say, lack of hair? Uh, all the the big hair's gone. And, Kind of shocked me, but I love it. It looks great, and he's showing up, and he's taking up uh, Hunter James on his open challenge, and I think Hunter James, yes, he won Male Performer of the Year. Yes, he's the absolute wonderkind in professional wrestling, but he may have just bitten off a little bit more than he can chew here because Ashen Star, former champion, former tag team champion, is nobody to mess around with. He's an SHW OG He's very well known in the state of Georgia, throughout the Southeast, as a matter of fact. And, uh, man, talk about another exciting match. That could be a potential show stealer. Hunter James sure. and the returning Ashton Starr, who I can't wait to hear the reception Ashton gets. We heard what happened when Max showed up last week unexpectedly. Now that Ashton's back, I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Hunter James is very impressive, guys. He is. I could go back to a lot of the moves that I happened to catch clips of in that six-man tag team match he had last time, last whenever the last show was. Good God. I, seems mm -hmm. like I may have said last week. I meant last month or the I, month before last or whenever it was. 
January, February, February, I don't know. Yeah. March, right? Okay, February. So yeah, he's very impressive, and he's he's got the eyes of a lot of people in Georgia. He's flashy, he's loud, he's animated, but he's coming against the king of all of that, in my opinion. There ain't nobody flashier and more animated and better than Ashley Starr when it comes to all of that. This is going to be one for the books. Ashley's coming back home. It's going to be amazing. It's going to, this is going to be a great match. I'm excited. I'm totally excited. Since I saw it, I'm excited about this match. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I, I certainly don't want to be the one to do this, but you could almost rename this show Homecoming um, just yeah. because of the amazing folks that are coming home. And so when I think of the Prince of Petty, who at one point I had given him another name. <laughs> And I actually feel like I'm about to give him another name. So he's going to either love me or hate me right now. But I'm now going to call him the Pump of Petty because okay. his body is insane, okay? Yeah. This is a big problem for the Wonderkind because I think the Wonderkind may have been watching old videos and thinking, oh, surely we won't hear from Ashton Starr. But Ashton Starr, as you chronicled, Brandon, former SHW champion, former SHW tag team <coughs> champion. Only uh, one other person has done what he has done in that regard. So he is a history maker, no right. doubt about it. He is the man who the fans love. He's had an amazing run in our company and not just in our company, but he's another one that is known throughout the country as an incredible performer. And so for him to come back, to SHW after being involved in bodybuilding contests and all of these things that he's doing. Let me tell you something. Not only does he have the body, but he still has all of that great agility and he has that mind. So, and I'm certain now that SHW is out of the hands of dishonor, he'll want to be able to get back into the swing of things. And with a matchmaker like Jake the Snake, matches like this are going to mean an awful lot. So both Ashton understands this and Hunter understands this. That's going to make for an incredible match. And trust me when I tell you, you could see anybody on this card on a larger stage at any given moment. All the more reason you want to be here next Friday night. Yeah, and if you and for watch... more reasons you want to be there, V3. Well, of course. Well, of, but of, but of course. I mean, <laughs> the yes. award-winning... V3. There you go. Live and in person. Finally. Well, I, I was going to mention, too, that uh, if you did see Ashton's video that got released yesterday, uh, or if you didn't see it, go ahead and check out the social media pages and you'll see it. But in there, he even mentions that him and uh, Jake the Snake are pretty mm -hmm. tight. So you mm -hmm. mentioned that, GB, about uh, Jake the Snake keeping an eye out on these guys and perhaps mm -hmm. looking at certain guys for maybe a title picture uh, yeah. or, you know, in the title picture or whatever. So <coughs> who knows? You just never know. And uh, all these matches, I feel like, have a little bit of something on the line. Even mm -hmm. if there's a title belt or not, there's all there's always somebody watching. You got the matchmaker watching. You got Gary Lamb watching. You get you know so a wins. You know you gotta you gotta get a win here. Wins are important here. So they are. I can't wait. All these matches, I just feel like are, are going to be something special. Seven mm -hmm. big matches on another stacked card for SHW 49. It's all yeah. going down. 
next Friday, April 14th at the Action Building, 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. Tickets go on sale at the door starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7, bell time at 8. Of course, we will be doing this show. Mm -hmm. This is our wrestling, the pre-show at uh, 7, between 7 and 7.30, live in the Action Building. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you see us, come by and say hello. Come by and wave. Guys, I miss you fans. I miss yeah. I miss all of the excitement and the energy they bring. Oh my gosh. It's been this we can't do this again. <laughs> I know, right? What's what's up with that? Taking a month <laughs> off. What were they thinking? Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Diana said it better than we the could all say. It. On her face. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do that again, man. I can't. Yeah. It does feel like forever. But like you said earlier, GB, at the beginning of the show. Because we've been off for so long, we are coming back very strong with mm-hmm. just this massive card. And I, this, you know, we, the thing is, in SHW, it's always hard to judge which show could be the best show of the year because we have so many amazing shows. It's just hard yeah. to pick. But this one could very well be the uh, show of the year, at least to this point, until we top it again later That's in the smart. year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But, um, anyways, seven big matches, SHW 49. I absolutely cannot wait. But before we see all of you guys next month, and before we let them go here, is there anything else we want to let the fans know before we go, guys? Well, uh, I think one thing you guys should know is all this talk about V3. So you can always check out our merch available right now at prowrestlingtees.com slash shwpod. And there's a special sale going on right now. If you Ooh. use the code SPRING23, you can get 20% off. So you can do that and check this out as part of that. You can also get free shipping in the U.S. for orders over $150. So get a few shirts, get free shipping, and 20% off. It's super easy. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash SHWPod. And again, use that promo code SPRING23 from now through monday do that and uh get your 20 percent off absolutely take us home with you that way yeah there you go (laughs) there you go a lot cheaper we don't eat as much that way (laughs) this is true this is true (laughs) well we cannot wait to see you guys next friday also happy easter and uh we will see you guys next friday but until then this has been shw this is our wrestling. Bam! Bam!